All right, we're back here on Laker Country 104.9. It is 7:12, and I've got a uh, studio full of uh, folks this morning from the Russell County Hospital. Uh, first off, I'll introduce uh, the CEO, Patrick Branco. P- Patrick, a uh, long time no see. Yeah, gee, it's been feels like just years now. Uh, maybe it's been a week. <laughs> yeah, I think we went an hour last time. We'll see if we can go all day this time. Okay. <laughs> and we're taking callers. No, sorry. <laughs> we better not do okay, that. Let's not do that. <laughs> uh, Patrick, how's it going this morning, man? It's uh, It's been an interesting week so far. It's Friday, isn't it? I wish. Uh, yeah, me too. It, um, it started last Thursday. And so what we've got, and the reason we asked to come on the radio is to bring folks in the community up to date on, again, the ever-changing world of COVID and pandemic response and vaccinations and mandates. Um, with everything that's happened, it feels like we've been dealing with COVID for 20 years. It does. <laughs> and But what we've always pledged is we'll be honest and straightforward with the community, hide nothing. When, when we're bad and down, we're bad and down, and we'll say it. When, we're, when things are looking better, we'll say that too. This one's a, a quick update, but I got two precursors for that. First, and the good news is throughout the 10-county health district, Lake Cumberland Health District, we have seen a significant drop in the number of COVID cases. It's, it's getting back to where we were last summer. Nobody can let down their guard. Absolutely not. Absolutely. We are still getting positive cases. Watch yourself. Protect yourself. Wear your mask wear it when and if you're around people. And most importantly, get vaccinated. It really is the best step we've got to make sure that we can end this pandemic and get a hold and restorative of our normal living. <laughs> I'm ready to get it over with. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, we go from... 300 active cases at one point to I think we're in the 20s now. It's pretty uh, pretty remarkable. Yesterday we, we were down to 16. Today we went up to we're 20 active cases. And you don't want any new positives, but you know, it four four new ones versus 100 new ones. It's yes, it's indeed. a big difference. It's uh, because it's, those, those hundred that I mean uh, just by numbers you're going to have some deaths out of that. By that many. The vast majority are unvaccinated. The new cases there is a one and a half percent chance you can get reinfected or five percent um, if you've had the vaccine you got a 95 percent chance of being free of the virus and be protected against it still a five percent chance that you might get it nothing's perfect we don't claim it's perfect and we'll cure everybody we'll prevent everybody we're just going to be straightforward about it. Well, it's I can tell like you firsthand that uh, the vaccine does work. Um, yeah. I had a very, very close exposure last week, and I've been fine. You know, knock awesome. on wood. But uh, you know, like you said, it's not a hundred percent. I don't think any vaccine is. But I can tell you that. I mean, I was. I won't give the name out, but I was in very <laughs> close proximity to somebody who tested positive last week, and I was around them for several days, and I've been fine. I think that's a great testimony to how it works. It can be effective. Nobody's being stupid about this and saying, I don't care. I'm going to hug um, a hundred people all in one <laughs> mass hug. Okay, then you probably, I, I almost said you probably deserve the virus, but I wouldn't say that. I would never say that. <laughs> that would be totally inappropriate. <laughs> so... I do want to, um, Lois Moore is here. Lois is the director of our lab here. 
She is uh, she is a head honcho, according she, to Mary Bailey. She is number one. She has been the lead from day one. This is not a typical role for uh, lab folks. She has stepped up into a in a huge way of leadership, and I want to brag about her, and then I'm going to give her a chance to brag about her staff. This is the most incredible group of of dedicated people who are fighting this virus every single day, and they have truly gone into harm's way. But I want Lois to say that my bragging about Lois is she stepped up and took control of the incredible wave of testing we've had to do. She's been in charge of holding and uh, distributing all the vaccine that we've given. Mm -hmm. we're, we're well over a, a 2,000 <laughs> doses that we've given. Wow. It's amazing. And everyone has gone through with her oversight on this to make sure we're doing the right people at the highest risk and getting them at the front of the line. It's, I just commend her with all my heart. Russell County has been so well served having her here. Um, I feel like uh, yeah. sometimes lab folks uh, don't really get the recognition they deserve. You know, they they do more than just, you know, walk around and draw blood. Yes, and, indeed. I mean, do, during this, they've been right up there in front of folks that's have co that have had COVID. I mean, they're putting themselves in harm's way. They end round the clock. Mm -hmm. um, I, again, I'm going to let you talk in a second. <laughs> but I can't stop bragging because I'm smiling here. And I'm thinking about... I come in at different hours of the day and night, and I've been here in the middle of the night, and we have an awning outside the lab. It's for the safety of patients and the safety of our lab workers where they'll go out and do, do the COVID testing. In that, and I have seen at 4 a.m. lines of cars. Yep. Those lab techs are going out there and taking care of those folks. And during the day and weekends, just an enormous number of people. Thank God we're here and able to do that and not trying to send them off somewhere else and say, good luck. Um, Lois, what do you think of your staff? I mean... Well, thanks, Pat, for, <laughs> for all those wonderful accolades. It's always, it's always good to get complimented by it, the big man. It is, it is. <laughs> but our, our entire leadership at the hospital has been fantastic. Um, it, it encompasses all different uh, departments, all the leadership, everyone works extremely hard, uh, tries to always put the community first and to see to their safety. Um, as far as my staff goes, they have been awesome. It has been two years. He's talking about the, the awning outside the hospital where they have to go out. They wear their PPE yep. in 90 degree weather. They had to do that. Yeah, I, um, I had to go there a couple times over the summer and get tested, and I, I felt really sorry for them because that did not look comfortable. It was not. Um, you know, even in when it was the rainstorms, and whatever we, we had to endure, mm -hmm. then they went out uncomplainingly, I might add, yeah. and put themselves and their families at risk by going out. You know, they did have their, their wear their PPE, of course, but it's uh, they've just been amazing. So I can't brag on them enough um, from our phlebotomists to our techs they all along with their normal duties in the hospital and their different shifts they stepped up they stepped up on weekends when we had overruns at our after hours clinics oh yeah they would unfailingly show up they would be there and work until all everyone was seen so as kudos to I, them as many as a hundred 
yes in a, in a weekend and yeah and uh you know you were talking about the long lines uh i thought they did a great job of getting everybody out of there it takes time you know especially if you only have one or two people that are able to do testing because it's not you know thing with lab you're not just having to do covid testing it's not all about covid you still have to do other things but i I was always amazed because uh you'd get there you'd sit there for just a few minutes and you were out of there i mean they were very fast very efficient and i gotta give you all credit for that thank you we appreciate that so much yes indeed Okay, I'm going to touch on the mandates. Over the weekend, most people heard the report um, about um, the government mandate on vaccination. Mm -hmm. Strong push to get everybody vaccinated, including um, businesses with more than 100 employees. Um, There's a mandate from President Biden and Vice President Harris stating that if, uh, if you have more than 100 employees, you must get vaccinated or uh, undergo periodic testing, usually weekly, and wearing a mask when you're in, in close proximity to other people. The thing that didn't get in the press is over the weekend, there was a second mandate, and it came from uh, Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, CMS, and that was an absolute mandate. There is no provision for weekly testing, wearing masks for those who choose not to be vaccinated. And this affects uh, the, the health care All folks. of health care. Um, there are virtually no entities. So this, in our community, can affect dentists, chiropractors. Um, and that clinics. means that everybody has to get vaccinated. There's no way that they can just go and get a test and not be vaccinated. Is that right? So almost. Um, there is still an allowance for a religious exemption and a medical exemption from the vaccine, but it has gotten much stricter. What had been the case when we did, we've been doing that role for two months now. I've told you before, I don't believe in absolute mandates in which people get fired. And I liked your policy. I thought, I mean, you, uh, you came out with this policy quite a ways back which was uh get the vaccine or go through weekly testing and i i thought that was a really really great strategy really good plan because it still gave people a choice and plus after a while i'm sure that you know some would get tired of getting the (laughs) q-tip stuck in their nose because i sure as heck don't like it and the lab does that so i would appreciate people being vaccinated well thank you you all were always the most gentle i can tell you that i I, i'm the my first test it was the worst pain I'd ever felt. I thought they were touching my brain. <laughs> so what does yes. this exactly mean? So uh, let me tell you the exemption. Um, the first version that we were practicing under for the past two months really was at our discretion, accepting a physician's note saying, I, I cannot, do not want to take the vaccine because I have a medical condition that I think causes more harm. And there are some, my wife has a co-worker whose husband uh, has been told not to take the vaccine because he has a certain medical condition that exactly. it could kill him. Now, uh, now the language of the new mandate says it must follow ADA, Americans with Disability Act, guidelines. So it's gotten much stricter and much less freedom on simply a doctor's note saying, well, you know, he has an ingrown toenail. We don't think he should have a, the vaccine. No, that probably won't pass. And we're subject to fines and losing um, Medicare and Medicaid payment. Which would be devastating. It closes the hospital. Yeah. If that, 
if that if we lost that uh, there's almost no recovery from that so we want to be here to continue serving the community so we will follow the guidelines to the letter of the law we will try to practice the spirit of the law as well and so our employees will still have an opportunity to request a medical waiver or exemption and a religious one we're just going to be much more um, higher degree of scrutiny on on approving them because they're going to have to pass the medicare medicaid smell test so do you have to so how do they uh, monitor if you guys are following this do you guys have to send a report on who's vaccinated who's not or how does that work we've we've been sending those reports from almost from march 20 on constant reports there's uh, anything with the government there's a hunger for data we're not quite sure what they do with all the data but there's always a request lois has done <laughs> a ton of uh, data entries we we submit every patient who's had a positive test and there's follow-up and contact <laughs> monitoring all of that what we're facing is not a daily um look at us they're not constantly looking over our shoulders to see if we're compliant but on any given day they can walk in the facility and it'll it might say well there are 40 unvaccinated employees here why what are their exemptions why aren't they vaccinated and if we throw our hands up in the air and say um they don't want to that's not an acceptable answer i don't want to ask this but i guess we have to <laughs> so I work at, let's say I work at the hospital. Yep. I can't get the religious exemption, the medical exemption, and I just don't want to get it. Does that mean I'm fired? No. And, and you asked it in exactly the right way because, and here's the, and, and, and the answer is no, you're not fired for that. I don't believe in terminating employees who were heroes last year and this year because of a choice they've made. I have to fire them. The, it, it might be semantics, but I believe it's an actual statement. I believe when they pass the deadline, the deadline is for first shot or Johnson & Johnson by December 4th or have an exemption. If they do not have any of those elements on December 5th, then it's considered a voluntary resignation. Yeah. They had the choice, they made a choice, and they're living with their decision. It isn't, it, I think, I have the highest degree of respect for every one of these employees working here, and I hope never to intrude on their personal choice. I'm not, I'm not about to fire them for making a personal choice, but it is a personal choice, and... It's tough. I, I mean, it's yeah, terrible. And, and look, can, I think... Everybody should get the vaccine. It's like I said, I just told you all I, I came in contact. I'm fine. Um, I want everybody to get vaccinated. I think uh, some of the reasons that some don't are, I won't call it stupid, but a little mm -hmm. crazy. But there are some legitimate people out there that are afraid to get it. And I can yes. understand that. When the vaccine first came out, I was scared of it. I mean, yes, it's just, indeed. it's natural. It's an unknown. And you we gotta put always the, fear the unknown. You gotta put the the crazies over here because there's some. It's just a, <laughs> a, a political move, and it is. And that's but, true. But there are some that are generally concerned about it, and I understand that. And that's why. And I just I, I wish that there was something to where they could still do the testing, and I think that that's how the uh, yeah. the mandate should be. So, 
the uh, there's one mandate that's uh, kind of stuck right now in the uh, the courts, and that's not this it's one. Both of them. Oh, both of them are. Uh, Fifth Circuit, Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has supposedly frozen the mandate, saying it is not in effect. That in, and that includes the one that falls under uh, you does. guys. But I can't act. I can't take that and delay us complying with the law. The law is written, whether it's frozen or not, I still have to do all of the policies that presume that December 4th deadline will stand. So I have a duty to our employees, to our community, to say that we're abiding by the, uh, the mandate. I hope that it is altered enough in which we have some ability to take these incredible people, find them a path to, first of all, their own safety, second the safety of their co-workers and third and i got them out of order because the first one is the protection of our patients and those who come to us seeking mm -hmm. care they are the most vulnerable any medical condition puts your immune status in jeopardy i got i got to lean to lois because that's a really important piece is there a is there a higher risk for those folks the patients who are encountering us Yes, most definitely. I mean, they are the most vulnerable when all these different conditions can lower their immune system, their immune status. Medications they're taking can oh, yeah. very much reduce that. So they are the most vulnerable and need to be protected. You know, and, and we talk about protecting our coworkers, but our patients are first, our coworkers, our family. You know, I have elderly members of my family that, you know, that was a, a, a the reason one of my main reasons that, and I had done a lot of research, um, it was an unknown, but to put them first and to not put them in jeopardy was my main concern also, you know, to protect them as much as we could. And I think it's important, uh, again, not trying to get political, but I think it's very important if you're going to, if you want to do research on the vaccine, which I think we all should, don't do it on Facebook. <laughs> don't do it on Facebook. Don't do it on Twitter. Don't do it on TikTok, Instagram. Yes, try to get your information from a an established <laughs> yes. uh, source. Not some crazy person that's just talking. Because I mean and and that's true. So basically what on December fifth, those who are not vaccinated, they're just they're no longer employed and that's uh that's a voluntary termination and so what if they try to come in? Do you guys just say that um You've resigned. We have accepted your resignation. This was a choice you made. It's an unhappy choice because with this mandate, and if it's in effect, continues to be in effect, there aren't going to be health care employment opportunities. This isn't Russell County Hospitals. It's everybody. Plan. It's everybody. And it's harsh. It's tough. It's an absolute. And I hope that there's some modification on it that says the intent is what we're really aimed at, trying to get the maximum number of people protected by the vaccine while maintaining some level of independent choice in the matter. And it, it does come down to the respect of our individuals, our patients, uh, their families, and, uh, and our coworkers. Do you still have quite a few that are unvaccinated? Yeah, we've, we've got about... Um, my, my guess is we've got 75% vaccinated, maybe 70, 
It's right around that number. It's, so that's, it's pretty good for a rural area. It is. But a fourth of our staff are unvaccinated. These are the same people that have been treating our patients for the past year and a half. Um, I do have a bragging point. I can't prove it, but I know it to be at least reasonably factual, is there has not been a single case of COVID that has been transmitted by an employee of the hospital to any patient, nor has any staff member gotten COVID from their exposure in the hospital. I, again, I can't prove it because when you look back on who's been exposed when, it could have happened here. But from day one, with, and Lois has been one of the key guiders on this, we have set up protection and practice to minimize any chance of infection. And we've followed it religiously. All of these people, even the folks who have chosen to be unvaccinated at this time, religiously follow the rules that we're, we have in place. They're amazing. It's tough. Um, you know, hopefully there'll be some changes to that. I think, I mean, there, you think that there, hopefully there will be at least get tested once, even twice a week. I mean, yeah. some, some kind of compromise and hopefully it, hopefully the, uh, that, that will happen because I mean, it would be hard. It would be devastating if you guys lost that many employees, uh, this anybody for anybody. Impact on on our community these are jobs remember the salary dollars of the hospital circulate throughout the in, the entire community yeah this can have a very tough impact yeah, it's a ripple effect and you yep. know we don't want to see that got thank you mary lynn did you have come on mary hey i, <laughs> I just want to thank wjrs for letting us come on the air this morning i think it's very important what the updates the things that um, that Pat Branco has brought to our community to share with us to keep us updated, and we just appreciate you all for letting us get the word out. And, yes, indeed. And, uh, well, you guys have been very good with us, and uh, I just want to brag on you, uh, Pat, because uh, you. What I like about you in the hospital is you guys have been very upfront, honest, and transparent. And there's not a lot of that in this world now, and I appreciate that. And I know the community appreciates that as well. Thanks, Sean. Um, your voice and our voice together really do help our community, and, and we do, like Mary Lynn said, so appreciate it. We appreciate all y'all. Lois, uh, you keep up the great work. You <laughs> are doing you, an outstanding you job. Us. Your all staff is amazing up there. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd all like to mention before we get out of here? No, I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving, and remember, keep a little distance, <laughs> even in big <laughs> gatherings. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for stopping by. Thanks, Sean. Thank